to learn my curl pattern. So bear with me. It's going to be a rough few months, guys. I don't know what your what is that curl pattern? What do you mean? Like how I've been watching videos. I've picked up some new products. I've never heard of this said thing called Oh, you curl haven't heard of curly girl method? No. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Curl pattern. Curl pattern. Tip of the week. Tip of the week. <laughs> Learn your curl pattern. Are we ready to start this bitch? Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. Sit like you. <laughs> it's spirit, Hi, Aim. Hi. We're back on deck. We're back from Kokomo. We're back on the deck. Oh, do you want to take your cans off? I, I mean, do too. Sure. Yeah, we're back on the deck. Um, we're we're home from Kokomo. It was a great <laughs> adventure. It was wonderful. Tyler learned some new surfing stuff. Um, he brought the saucer. He brought the saucer and brought it to the ocean, which was really hard, but he did it. He checked a bag. He, he had to be rescued by bag. the Hoff a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise, you know, we're good. Who would you rather be rescued by, CJ or oh, Mitch come Buchanan? On. Of course, CJ. <laughs> Give me a break. I just want to see that beautifulness right up close and in person. I. We what about just... you, Maya? I know you'd want Hoff. Um, you want to rest your head on that chest lettuce? <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> I think I, who's the sporty one? She, mm -mm. she, the sporty one, she seems like Don't she's even the, tell me. She's the best lifeguard. Maya. She's the best lifeguard. Not the okay. most attractive one, okay, but okay, the best. Okay, yeah. She's the actual triathlete that yes, was on the show. Exactly. Which, how did she get on that show? I don't know, but she's like they also threw in an they threw in like a an elite athlete for some reason. She's also in the documentary Who Killed the Electric Car because she was one of the first people to get an electric car. Are you kidding me? No, and they took them all back and destroyed them. They were trying to keep. The Have you seen this documentary? No. They I okay. Can't this is going to be something my husband's going to want to watch. Okay, it's called Who Killed the Electric Car. Okay. And what happened was there was a company, you could only lease the car. They wouldn't let you buy them. So it was the first electric car. The first electric okay. car in this country. I don't yeah, know if yeah. it was worldwide. There was a very, very few, select few of them. So it was all celebrities and, you know, like Richie Riches. Mm -hmm. Leo DiCaprio. Right. Although he was maybe not old enough at to drive. All. He might not have been old enough to drive at the time. Anyway, the triathlete lady from Baywatch was one of the people that got one and she was saying it was this big conspiracy because at some point they decided the oil companies like killed this car oh they did wow. not want it to happen detroit did not want it to happen and so they made them give all the cars back and everybody was like i love this car i will buy this car and they're like nope they took them all back and destroyed them all wow because they tried to stop electric cars from so happening. then i wonder what happened how did it end up coming to be just just like free market yeah Free market economics, capitalism. No, I'm saying now, how did it become like successful? Is that because still your answer? Because people wanted it. It's something that people wanted. Right. And you so can't you're stop saying, that. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> so. <laughs> I learned something today. No. Um, do you like your new Pendleton accoutrement? I mean, you know, the key to really having a successful podcast 
it's I mean, you have the the talking heads, as it were, but really, what's behind it is the producer. <laughs> now, the producer is, you know, not really seen, not really heard. But one could argue, without this producer, what would we be? <laughs> We'd be two girls on a deck. Not two girls in a cup. Two girls on a deck. Just shouting into the wind. Just shouting into the wind <laughs> without any comfort measures in place. Tyler thought your ankles might be, um, these chairs might be affecting our ankles. And he's right, because I would leave and I would have little ankle. Waffle ankles? Waffle ankles. <laughs> Ankle waffles. I have ankle waffles. And so. He thought of everything. He was like, why don't, can you, you should get some blankets. Yep. So I have some lovely Pendleton throws. This one's heritage. Yours is um, re- a more recent. It even has the tags on this it still. This one still has the tag on it. <laughs> That's because I, I that was the thing was I did. products. Yeah, I did for work. Which was like one of the coolest, but definitely the coolest like gift I've ever seen from corporate. Thank you. Typically, it's literally like, you know, a mug or a pen or like a basket of cheese. And this is like, seriously, like this is something you can covet forever. It's a, I like it because it's a heritage item. Yes. It's useful. It's everything, Maya. It's, it's that was so... brilliant. That was brilliant. You deserve an award for this. Thank you. I don't know how I'm going to top myself this year, except for the fact I don't that either. I think we're just giving all that money to charity. So. Oh yeah. Good idea. Yeah. And we're also spending it on like. And like uh, social initiatives. Yeah, so so nobody perfect. gets any gifts this year. Sorry, clients. Yeah, it's okay. The world is ending. We don't need more stuff. <laughs> I actually did buy a bunch of fall. I have a fall jacket parade coming oh, this week. Oh, I got a new fall like rain jacket. You From your house? The one you found? No, no, another house? one. <laughs> so it's the same jacket. Essentially, Target remakes the same jacket every year. Love it. But now I have it in like a maroonish color, which is great because I have Ooh. it in a very light gray, yeah. an army green, which I love to death, but I'm very sick of because I wear it almost every day, like in the in the fall season. And so it's like every, I'm just tired of myself in it. Does it's that like make a, sense? Yeah. I love it, but like. Is it a utility jacket? It's yes. It's kind of like hip, hip yes. length utility. Yes. And, yeah. I, and I love it. But again, I'm, I'm so sick of myself in it. <laughs> like I put it on and I'm like, you got to be kidding me with this. I have to show you a jacket later where I'm debating going one size down on it, but then I was like, oh, what if I wear like a hooded sweatshirt underneath it? Exactly. I always go up in jackets. Yeah. Because of that. Well, because maybe. Because you want to layer it. I'll try it on. Okay. It's a twill jacket. I have, I also buy the same jacket in multiple colors, but this is like a waist length twill. Yeah. yeah you're more of a waist length kind of gal. Kind of like a la like a Carhartt jacket, but just Ooh, not fun. as work tough. Well, I figured out that my style has really changed since quarantine. <laughs> you know, it's like... Do tell. I mean, you go in your closet and you're like, I don't even know what to wear anymore because none of this stuff really seems like me anymore. I don't even know what to say. It's like I've changed and like I'm never going back. And like some of the outfits I have, I'm like, I don't think I can't imagine wearing this, but like, I'm sure I will. But like, you know, it's just a weird thing after being like... Like what Literally, kind of I haven't worn makeup in months, <laughs> which is fine with me. But like, I don't know, just some of my like more really stylish stuff. It's like, I don't know. Or I have a few things that are like trendier, right? Does it seem too extra right now? Yeah. Like I literally have like a neon cable knit sweater. <laughs> now that feels a little extra right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I have a yellow neon sweater. I also have a hot pink, like very fancy-ish 
really cool. Yeah. Kind of fitted, like beautiful hot pink sweater, but it's like it's like a thinnish sweater. But I'm like, what? What? What right. am I going to do? How am I going to wear this? I mean, I went out to dinner with my husband for our anniversary. I had no idea what to wear. I changed five times. And I actually was okay with my final selection. But Did then I got bug bites through my butt or through my pants <laughs> in my butt. I was like, Did we you? were outside and yeah. the bugs were the bugs are so bad this year. My husband and I have a theory that because of COVID, they didn't like waste as much money <coughs> spraying or something because like. My husband's getting bitten and he doesn't ever since. So he used to have bugs bother him. And then he went on a um, camping thing with his Native American guide. Okay. And the Native American guide mm. literally said, bugs, mosquito bites don't bother me. And my husband was like, what do you mean? And he's like, see, um, they just don't. Like, I just made the decision. Like, they don't bother me anymore. And then they didn't. And now my husband, since that point, he doesn't get bugged by them. Until this fall. <laughs> and now he's well, just like. Well, it's just they just seem to be more. Like okay. our backyard seems to literally be like a mosquito factory. It probably is. And maybe it's like more people have are leaving their kiddie pools out in the. Like more people are spending time at home leaving shit out. It's collecting water. I don't know. Science. Yeah, we have a pond behind our house. So that probably oh. doesn't help. We almost bought a house with a pond. And then I thought. Do I want a wet Labrador retriever every single day? And part okay. of me was like, okay, that's fine. And then Tyler was like, I don't think this is the house for us. And I was like, you're right. But it was a pretty cool house. It's funny because we've always, I've had a pond. My mom's house has a pond behind it. This house has a pond behind it. <laughs> but what's so funny is we had a neighbor. Did I tell you the story of the neighbor that came to the door? Like right when COVID, right at like literally the first week everyone worked from home? No. Okay, it was literally the first week of the shutdown, and okay. everybody was supposed to be at their homes. Yeah. All of a sudden, I see this dude in the classic nerdy dad suburban outfit of the big white New Balance shoes. Oh, my God. The baggy Levi jeans with a big belt pulled up really high. Can I just say, I'd like to give a jean makeover to so many men. But I go know, on. I know. Go on. Okay, and then he had some, like, nerdy shirt, glasses. Like, he, this guy looked, like, straight out of a sitcom from, like... 1985 dad he's ringing our doorbell my husband and i are working in the office and i'm like who is this guy right i'm like i'm not answering that my husband and when he's working he's like everybody just step off i'm working right so i'm like i'm not answering it the dude rings it again no yes stop and so i go okay that's it <laughs> I get up, I open the door, I give him this look like, yeah? <laughs> and he's like, oh, hi there, I'm your neighbor. And I'm like, I, I literally go like, number one, I've never seen you in my life. This is not a time for us to meet. It's COVID. This is not a time to meet new people. We've all just been locked down in we our houses. We were just told by the governor to not leave our houses. We're all going to die. Like, what are you doing? So then he says, yeah, Um. so just wanted to talk to you about the pond <laughs> the pond you mean, okay go on go on and he's like well so do you want to contribute some money to we're gonna put some you know have you noticed how how it looks it just doesn't look good and have you noticed the the algae and the and i'm looking at this guy like you gotta be kidding me right now it, has he lost his mind did he go so far into denial he's like today's a good day to walk around and talk to people about the pond I mean, I'm not even joking. And I said, uh, 
<laughs> no. And he's like, so do you want to like, I mean, it doesn't look good. I don't know if you want to contribute. And I said, no, we don't. And then he's like, I How go, does a pond I said, no. Bad? And then I said, we don't use the pond. And then he goes, okay, even just to look at. Then my husband comes up. He well, goes, nope, I'm from the country and I like ponds like that. <laughs> How does a pond look bad? Literally, Maya, <laughs> this this bitch wanted to have us give hundreds of dollars <laughs> in a pandemic when everyone's losing their job <laughs> to control the natural process of the pond. <laughs> and then he literally doubles down oh, after my no. husband says, I'm from the country. We oh, like it that no. way. I'm from the country and we like it that way. <laughs> He says, really? <laughs> Even just to look at? <laughs> Dude, take your New Balance shoes and keep on walking. Seriously, are you kidding me? <laughs> if we did have money that we literally wanted to dump into a pond, <laughs> it wouldn't be right now. And, like, it, I, I just can't. I've never heard of such a thing. No, it's insane, Maya. That's denied. This is the first week of the <laughs> pandemic. I'm thinking like somebody's like needs, you know, CPR. That's the only excuse. He's like, we're out of toilet paper. No, he's worried no, about the pond. No. He's not worried about basic essentials. And then he's like, oh, okay. And then he leaves. I'm like, dude, my husband and I still can't believe this. <laughs> that sounds like a scam to me. <laughs> pond money for the pond. To get make, rid of the natural it. process. <laughs> Guess what? No one can go in the pond. We don't swim in the pond. Yeah. We don't fish in the pond. Yeah. We don't do shit in that <laughs> pond. I don't care if freaking Loch Ness Monster lives there. In fact, if he does, that's oh, great for us. Oh, God, I love it. We'll <sighs> look back on this time and we'll just be like, you won't believe. We, you will tell young children. I hope kids. so, Maya. Do you think so? I don't know. I mean, do you? Do I think the Have apocalypse Have you seen my motherland <laughs> burning? <laughs> I mean, California. I know. Like, are you kidding? Everybody's leaving California. There's all these celebrities, and like, there's like a mass well, exodus do you blame of comedians. Them? No, it's burning and it's gonna fall into the ocean. First of all, their real estate prices are mm. stupid. Have you ever watched fl Flip or Flop? No, their real estate prices are insane. A, a piece of hoarded garbage crap house is half a million dollars. Oh, absolutely, and a million dollars. Oh. Yeah? I'm sorry to interrupt that th that thought, but uh, I have a special surprise for you. What? Yeah. I have, a, I have a special guest calling in. What? Yeah. We have call-in guests now? Yeah. Put on your headphones. I'm putting the cans on. <laughs> Are you ready for this? Oh, this my is, God. It's a sauce first. I can't believe this, Maya. What have you, what have you done? <laughs> okay. Let's see. It's called. Here we go. What? What are we doing? Why am I nervous? <laughs> oh my god. What's happening? I'm nervous. Hello. Hello. Uh, hello, is this longtime listener, first time caller, my sister Rena? <gasps> it is. Rena. <laughs> hello. Am I I on the Spirit of 77 podcast. You are. Can you bet you your sweet ass you are. <laughs> can you hear us okay? Oh, I can. Can you hear me? Perfect. Crystal clear. 
Wow, this wow. is a, this is really a first. I feel like we've really done something here. <laughs> we have a call-in guest. This is amazing. Okay, so Rena, I Amy didn't know I was going to call you, and she didn't know why I was going to call you. But I, so here's the thing. Weeks ago, you know how we talked about Indian matchmaking, Amy? Yes. The TV show. Yes. Well, Rena relayed a story, a phenomenon that's been happening to her. <gasps> Due to this show, so I wanted her. Oh to yes, yes, yes. Tell yes, us about this it. Is so, everything. Rena, tell Amy about what ha- what happened when Indian matchmaking came out. <laughs> so, um, because <laughs> I <laughs> because I happen to be of Indian descent. Yes, you sure living, do. Live <laughs> living in a lily white suburb. <laughs> okay. Uh, I keep getting asked, have you seen the show Indian Matchmaking? <laughs> and? And, uh, uh, and of course I have. So It's a great um, show. It's trending on Netflix, of course. Many people have seen it. it yes, yes. And, um, and it's, well, yeah. And um, it's just, it's. A, a little annoying. That's all. And why <laughs> because, is it? Why is it annoying? <laughs> well, because um, I really don't, and I don't enjoy that show at all. <laughs> Woo! Do tell. Do tell. Well, first of all, okay. I I would suggest. I mean, it's. This is just my opinion on the show. Well, yeah, of course. I'm That's what this is about. <laughs> one person. Yes. Uh, but, you know, it's it's kind of embarrassing, really. It's like the Jersey Shore of, <laughs> you know, Indian shows. Seriously. This is I the mean, difference between my sister and I, is that I love watching trash on TV. Yes. And she has standards. <laughs> Yes. Okay. And and here on the sauce, we don't have a lot of standards, so we do need more of this more of this side of the story. You mean people that have actual taste and exactly. Uh, yes. So we, Amy and I, enjoy trash TV, and so mm-hmm. we were talking about how we like the trash aspect of it. But the people that are asking you about your opinion about it, is there? Do you believe there's a motivation be, behind them? As specifically asking you for your opinion. Well, yeah, because, I mean, I think they, they just don't know a lot of uh, diverse people, you know? <laughs> That's and very so true. They just want to know, like, what do you think, you know, and how, you know, do, <laughs> yes. do, you, do you think they're uh, asking you if it's okay to like it? Uh, yes. Do you think they're also asking you if you met Paul through an Indian matchmaking (laughs) service? (laughs) (laughs) Well, like they're like, no, they're like, we couldn't find an Indian, but we did find you this handsome Greek man. (laughs) Are you interested? (laughs) Wouldn't that be funny? Wouldn't that be funny if I said, yes, I did meet him on an Indian matchmaking? That would really throw a twist into the whole thing. Oh, my God. Maya, do you remember um, that mom and dad had um, papers, like, um, from Chicago that on the 
uh, like Indian papers from Chicago. Um, and on the back of them, they had um, matchmaking things, uh, ads. I do on remember. The back of them. I don't oh, remember. Here's okay. a, I do remember the Indian papers, and I'll tell you ah, why. Ah, interesting. I remember the Indian papers. I never read any of those because I was like, what is this thing? Because I was not interested in any of that. Correct. But the thing. Yeah, you were too young. Yeah. The thing I do remember is when Jason was born or Jason, you were pregnant, I think, with Jason. It could have been Joshua. You were trying to come up with a name. And there's all sorts of (laughs) names flying around. And we didn't know the gender of the baby. And so dad had two suggestions for different genders. And one was he was like, I was reading the Indian paper the other day, and I think you should go with Neelam. Neelam means blue like the sky. It's an Indian name. And we were all like, oh, yeah, that's nice. And then he's like, if it's a boy, you should name him a powerful name, a name of a great leader. Here, they'll say, here he comes walking down the street, young Justin, young uh, Joshua, and young Napoleon. Oh, my God. <laughs> do you remember that? Oh. I do remember that. Napoleon. And Paul loved it. Paul, Paul was all in for Napoleon. Oh, that's cute. You I could mean, have nicknamed him Nappy. <laughs> that actually yeah, came up. Or Leo. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Indian matchmaking, you're in the opinion, yeah. it, it is the Jersey Shore of... Of Indian shows. Yeah, I just... Here's my problem with it, because they, like, just normalize this whole, like, caste yes. system mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. and they normalize the light skin is the best. Uh, you know, way to go, and because um, you want somebody very who, sick. Yeah, you want yeah somebody you, who's fair. You want correct, and yeah, the fairer the skin, the better. Like they had the, that one guy who, um, you could tell that their whole family lightened their skin. Yeah, so this is a big thing, skin lighteners. So if you watch like a Bollywood movie, everybody is very, 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 very light skin. And then, so this is the thing. Well, yeah, and... Go ahead. Priyanka Priyanka Chopra, she advertises (gasps) skin lightener. Are you serious? Uh, yeah. Wow. I'm going to... Sorry. I'm going to say that's denied. Wow. If you don't hate her already, <gasps> you should check it out. I mean, I don't know if she does it anymore, but she used to do it. Wow. You heard so. it here first, worldwide exclusive. My sister's talking shit about Priyanka Chopra. And she's she was Miss Universe. Was she? Yeah. Oh, the whole universe, huh? Yep. Um, I this is the thing that I I did notice that. I noticed the whole like, you know, they all want somebody tall. Which above five three is tall for them, mm-hmm. which I, to which I was which like, I don't understand. I don't get for women because like, I don't get for women. I don't understand what what's the issue. Why do you need a tall wife? I don't understand this. <laughs> Since when? Who cares? It doesn't make sense. What's the what's the benefits? Tell me. I don't know. 
Why? Why tall? Because, oh, but I know why. Never mind. Never mind. It's all about men. You have to think back. Son, you want a tall son. son. Yes. Got it. Never mind. Mystery solved. No red string involved. No red string needed. So, yeah, I did notice that. And I did notice the, you know, it is very, here's the thing. I, I read a bunch of different opinions on it. And someone was like, you know what? Yes, it shows all these things. But it's also showing all these things. Yes. Like, everybody needs to look at Correct. this. Because I don't think it's a thing specifically yeah. American people know about. Yeah. I, I don't think people knew that this was a thing. No. That skin right. skin lightening and, like, colorism amongst yes. Indian people is a thing. And also this whole, you have to come from a good family. Which, by the way, if I ever had to deal with an Indian matchmaker, they would be like, <laughs> listen, I got nothing for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah. i guess that was going to be my criticism or my devil's advocate kind of along what maya said like you said so it's a you don't care for it because it shows this but like or it's normalizing it i think you said and i guess my question for both of you guys is is it better to not shine so if it's something that's truly happening mm -hmm. is it better to not shine a light on it at all or is it just or you have a problem with it because obviously it's problematic in so many ways, the lightening of the skin and all of that stuff. Like, like that's truly happening, correct? It is. Yeah, but I think, does it, my question would be, does this woman have any clients that aren't fair-skinned and aren't super rich? I mean, yeah. how expensive is this lady? And also, there's probably matchmakers that do have clients that aren't rich yeah. and fair i mean th this all happens somehow. oh i see okay so like yeah inclusivity so or you're saying that now this is the biggest show on netflix <laughs> and all these white people are like oh wow this is how it is and necessary it's not necessarily all that way is that what you're trying to say kind of saying i mean i don't even know all i know is that aparna wants a husband that knows that bolivia has salt flats like that's let's just face it she's a dreadful person. <laughs> she's never going to find anybody. There's nobody she can be with. There's nobody. She's never going to be happy. She's focused on her career. I think she's made her life how she wants right. it. And that's that. What, it, Rena, weigh in. Yeah, go ahead, Rena. I think they cast Aparna as the Amorosa of that show. 100%. Okay? 100%. Am I okay. the only one that likes so, her? Yes. She's so unlikable, I Maya, that it's amazing you like her. They, but they had to cast somebody as that Correct. person. I think that you have to feel sorry for her a little bit, um, but I, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't <laughs> I feel sorry for her I in the way that she her. has. But she has a think, great life. Think and about she's it. Though. Doing fine, you know. Yeah, she she knows who she is, but think about it. This way, if she were a man, would you feel the same way about her? No. Ooh, yeah. that's a good question. Nope. See, I would be like, oh, he's just yeah. you know selective, and I get it. He's successful. Yeah. He get he should Correct. he knows what he wants, and like yes, yeah. But right. I don't know if a man right. would want his wife to know that there's salt flats in Bolivia. Hey, you never know. There's so many douchey guys out there. It might not be that, but they would say <laughs> some other asinine thing. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, okay, I'm going to ask so, you one more thing about this. What? How did you feel about the guy who made outfits for the gods? Like, he had one for, like, every day of the year. Have you ever... Yeah, he's gay. <laughs> okay, we've heard it here first. 
worldwide exclusive. Now, Rena, the real question. Yes. How do you feel about the face reader? Oh, I loved him. Isn't he amazing? Let's have a show about yes. just about him. I want to see if we can can yeah. we get a face reader? Can we get that face reader on the <laughs> sauce? That's the real question. That's our new goal. Now I- that we have call-in p- capabilities, <laughs> the sky is going to be the limit. This week, Rena. Sure next week, Indian that... face reader. <laughs> What'd you say, Rena? Uh, yeah, I think if we could find a face reader, and I wonder if the woman that we bought the our Indian outfits from from Shoot. that shop Good in call. Minneapolis. I wonder if she would know of a face reader because she seemed to know everybody, oh, every she... Indian person. Yeah, she knew all the weddings. Right? She knew all the people. She knows everybody in this town. Yeah. If there's a face reader to be yeah. contacted, maybe she even knows that particular face reader. Uh, that is a brilliant, genius idea. Brilliant. Uh, yeah. I will look into that. That's even better than a cameo. I was like, who can we get to from cameo to be on here? But um, that face reader from oh, yeah. Indian ma- matchmaking. Face reader is everything. Um, and then I'm just going to show him different faces of people that I know and see how yes. accurate. Yes. 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 This is going to be... Everything of the sort. Well, Rena, do you have any burning questions for, for Sauce Nation? Do you have any um, tip of the week or approved denies or? Yeah, anything. Oh, you... gosh, I wasn't ready for that. Do you have a Ooh. music, do you have a concert uh, or music report? <laughs> do you so have a Baywatch recap? A Baywatch recap? <laughs> Baywatch recap. No. Um, oh, gosh, I'm so out of it. I'm just trying to... Um, I don't know, uh, get through week one of hybrid school. Yeah, Rena, how's everything going on your front from the COVID and this shit show 2020 (laughs) front? (laughs) How's it all going? How's everyone holding up? Uh, We are holding up just fine Um, uh, so far. um, Back to school is okay. We've got everyone off to where they're supposed to be, and um, um, my husband's putting up deck lights today, so yay. All right. At the end of the summer. <laughs> yay. Listen, fall's the best time. Hey, it's a good deck you know time. what? We have to really make our homes our own, because as the world ends, that's where we're going to be. We need to make it nice. I know. Because I'm picturing you right now be... with your knitting on the sectional that I used to have that I just sold, the same one you do, and I'm picturing you <laughs> knitting right now with your coffee and looking out at the trees, and now I'm picturing Paul on a ladder cussing as he puts up lights. <laughs> um, it might be that way, although I think he went to um, his second favorite home, um, Ace Hardware, um, <laughs> to pick up something that he needs. Yeah, it's the little things yeah. in 2020. So I know. Are you guys stay? You stay home a lot, eh? Yeah. Well, he got approved to work from home uh, till the end of the year, and then that'll probably be extended. Uh, so, um, I don't know. I think we're gonna be uh, home forever. I don't okay. know. It lasts. I think it's going to last forever. And how's that um, going? Is the marriage <laughs> is the marriage is good? Everything is good on that front? Uh, yeah. I good. Mean, Maya and I were talking about years. how sad it is. <laughs> like when we're thinking of all the people that, you know, are just, they really weren't, they didn't really want to get married. Then they did. And now they're really in a bad state. 
Well, you just you guys just had your 30th anniversary. Right? Wow. Congrats. It's really years. That's really amazing. So what's your secret? Tell the Sauce Nation, what's the secret to being married 30 years? Um, um, don't get divorced. I don't know. Ooh, very good. <laughs> that is actually, you know what? I think that is very profound <laughs> advice because you know what? It's true. What's the secret to staying married? Don't get divorced. And if your goal is to stay married and your goal is that you're not going to get divorced, then that means you're going to handle it. You're just going to do the thing. And there's I, ups and downs and there's ebbs and flows, but you're going to stay in it. I just listened I to guess. I listened to a, a clip from Michelle Obama's new podcast where she says, mm. um, have you heard this? Have you heard the, her talk about marriage? Oh, my God. Marina? Don't tell me she's complaining um, about Barack. I heard little. I heard little clips, and I think I know what you're going to say. She Go said... Ahead. Listen, marriage is uh, a process, like you said, Amy. She said, you know, sometimes you have good times, and sometimes you have bad times. Sometimes those bad times last for years. Whoa. Sometimes you don't like that person. Salam! And she goes, there yeah. are times where I want to do, and I can't remember what she said she wanted to do to, do to Barack, but it was something like <laughs> throw, push him out a window. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh. I was like, um, he's like the coolest, nicest husband. <laughs> so that gives us all like. And she's like, it's okay. Cool. It's okay because you know what? Nobody tells young people. Sometimes you're going to like that person. Sometimes you're not going to like that person. But you just, you stay in it. You work it out. There so you go. Work it out. Sage, sage advice from, yep. from uh, That's right. Michelle. Well. Yeah. Do you do you have any parting words? We're gonna go back to recording this show. I thanks for being our first call in caller. Oh my gosh! Thanks so much for having me. It was so much fun. Yay. Yay. I'd love to do it again. Maybe we'll make a theme song for this. Yeah, and then we need to put like an applause thing together, a applause track. I like it. Perfect. Producer Tyler just nodded Yay. his head in agreement. <laughs> Rena, what a great surprise! Go back to enjoying your Sunday. Get out on that deck. I it's will. sunny. It's beautiful. It is. Thanks, guys. Have fun. We will. We always Bye. do. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Well, that was a fun surprise. <laughs> now, we can be doing this more often. I know. That's fun. I know. Oh, boy. <laughs> we can have people that have specific specialties. This I know. is called on-air producing. <laughs> I thought you would enjoy that. Here's the thing is uh, she texted me one day and she's like, if one more person asks me about Indian matchmaking, I'm going to lose my shit. And you're like, okay, you need to call in. I need to, I need you to call in because I thought it was funny that so many people were asking her about it. I was like, yeah. no one's asked me about it. Well, to be fair. She's browner. She's browner, but also my, I mean, not to make this rude, but like, <laughs> have you been out and around a lot? She hasn't either. They've been there. Oh, but she has like a neighbor mommy clatch stuff, right? Yeah, I think there's a book so club. So that makes sense, yeah. Oh, I think she has actual friends. Yeah. And I I have like two people. You have that... me and Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Just like me. I have you and I'm my husband yep. and Tyler. Yeah, and then um, occasionally our, our neighbors, Sherry and Jeff, come over to the deck. Yeah, those two are great. Um, we're trying to build like a quadrat of power in our neighborhood. I'm trying to get my other friend to move from St. Paul to the northwest suburbs. Yeah. I mean, I, you know what? You guys have really uh, opened my eyes to Chris Dow. 
Honestly, there's been many a moment in the past, you know, six months to a year where I was like, you know, Maya and Tyler, they're really doing it right over there. (laughs) (laughs) And my husband's like, so do you think we should move there? And I was like, I kind of do. Because we had to be in in our area for our kids' school district. Well, guess what? You're free. We're free. We can come to Cristal anytime. I'm telling you, like, Robbinsdale is also popping off. I know. Near north. Like, there's, yeah. I know um, one of our friends moved, a uh, guy I went to school with, they bought the cutest little house near north, and it's a totes adorbs. And well, it's like. Well, and the thing about buying out here is that you've typically already now gone through the house where it's like whoever owned it originally, they stayed there for a million years, they died. Then someone bought it, they redid everything, right? <laughs> Sometimes, yes. Sometimes, yes. Yes. Not your house. You did a lot of work, correct? They, yeah. So one person owned this house forever. Wow. He, he built this house and the house next door. Aw. I know. He, he, and you That's could cool. Tell, you could tell he really loved his wife because there's certain things in this that like a woman in 1958 would have been like, and I need this. And Aww, this, that's cute. and this, like a pink bathroom. Anyway, Yikes. Um, I love it. It's great. I've yeah. added a lot of gray. It's oh no, I know. I I think that I know that's a whole thing. Yeah, it's a whole mood. But for a man to have a pink bathroom, be like, yes, I'm going to put an entirely Aww. pink bathroom. I think that's pretty sweet. That's a nice. That's husband. really sweet. Um, so then there was a single woman who lived here. All the single ladies. All the single ladies. <laughs> she just had this house to herself, and then she she did some mostly like painting, which some of the most of it we painted over, okay. um, but untouched. So we call it like the 1959 time machine. Yeah. And I like that's the problem with some of these houses around here. Like you said, people buy a house that someone had lit, bought in the 50s, lived in forever, and so it has all of those original finishes. Well, some of those things, yes get rid of them mm-hmm. like the carpeting and yeah. maybe some linoleum and some right. things that are not great but keep the things like the really cool brick fireplace or yeah. all of that mid-century stuff that's so great the tile work is usually amazing yeah and what happens is flippers will buy these houses and then they will home depotize the whole house oh yeah not that there's anything wrong with i the understand home depot. what you're saying but it's also a moment and it's also a moment in time it takes all the character out of the house. It does. And then it takes it to another place where it's like now it's like it's like got the cheap, fresh look. Yeah. But like, uh, you know, in a in 10 years or something, it's going to be outdated yeah. and junky. Yeah. So I get that. And I think that it's um, also, to be fair, that you also have a good eye for it. I mean, you literally yeah. studied art. So like. And furniture design and everything. So you actually can look in a house and say, okay, this should stay, this should go. And then you you have the ability to put together in your mind, like you've taken this house and you've put things together so that it is all cohesive. Mm-hmm. And you've made improvements that like complement those original pieces that you liked. Right. Now, some people aren't going to be able to do that very well. <laughs> I know. And that's the, that's so that's they're going to take, a, they're going to go and they're going to do like the modern kitchen with other you know what I mean so that's that's hard I guess I gotta say there's gonna be a day where we're gonna have to sell this house and I'm gonna have to release the fact that someone's gonna come in here and ruin everything yeah like I whenever we do something to improve the house I always think about the spirit of the house and like what is in the spirit of the house what what is my intention yeah and how can I celebrate the spirit of the house yeah and you know like the other day I was looking at 
terrazzo floors and slate floors because I want to get rid of the shitty linoleum. Right. That probably isn't original. It is yuck yuck. Yeah. Or or it was great at the time. Like they were like, we just invented plastic floors. Exactly. Everybody exactly <laughs> right. It was and like the housewives were like, awesome. We can sweep and then we can just wipe it with water and it's clean. Yeah. 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 It doesn't hold up. But. No, it doesn't. But I I mean, you know, I want to pick something that's sort of like period specific that might work. Yeah. And if you do do something super modern, just make sure that you do it with like the, again, the intention of honoring the spirit of the house. Maya, you could have uh, your own side business, you know. I know. I mean, that's when I retire, I kind of just want to flip houses. But yeah, like do it at that. in a way that's sort of keep some of that character well and think how much fun you would have because like i think that a lot of the stuff in your house you did yourself mm-hmm. so think of how much fun you'd have if if you had a budget where you were like just hiring out the work so then you're like do this 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 i'll come back on friday and then you get to look at the like how satisfying are those house flipping situations are we pitching a show to hgtv we right are now? we are <laughs> honestly it's like my husband and i's like little dream as well to yeah. do that as yeah. a business yeah. and we've we've started dabbling in like a little bit of the investing part of it and we've got a guy that we are trying to learn from yeah um and it's just like first of all real estate is where the money is let's be honest i think you and i should even though it's the time of covid and no one's having a wedding right now we should first of all get a wedding barn Duh. And then pitch a show to And H- then start printing our money yeah. <laughs> with our money printer. Tyler then- can hook up a printer <laughs> and we can just start printing money because that's how rich you get when you have a freaking wedding barn. We should buy a wedding barn and then pitch to HGTV that we're going to renovate this wedding barn and I'll uh, like... What's the name of that show where they bought a resort that was broke down? It was like a broke, broke down palace on... Yeah, on a- and we're going to be... Co- yeah. Renovation Island. This will be Renovation Barn. Yeah. Or something smarter, a better title. Oh, we'll think of a kick-ass title. And then it's just you and me. And us getting the barn going. And our much-put-upon husbands. Yes. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Tyler would be doing so much work. And so would Warren. And he's like a literal workhorse. He loves to work. He loves doing jobs. He loves it. Well, this sounds like a great idea. I'm going to start looking up barns. We haven't i had a barn you know that i had a barn <laughs> i know that's what gave me and the we idea. lost the barn <laughs> we can find another barn amy okay 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 um sorry i blew up i <laughs> <laughs> i have two things i have do you want to hear a mu- yes a music report i do i'm holding on to my ride okay music report to my jetpack cue music um you know Corona beer has been having some hard times lately. Until they got Snoop, Snoop Dogg. So Snoop Dogg is officially the new spokesperson for Corona. Perfect. Brilliant. All we need in 2020 is more Snoop Dogg. Who's the most laid back person on earth? Laid back. <laughs> With my mind on my money and my money on my mind. Snoop Dogg. It, the fit is so the perfect. The fit is just epic. Like you can imagine he's on the beach or oh poolside. And, and you know what? Corona had kind of like, their marketing campaign was okay, you know, for a while. But then it got like, you know, 
it just got old. Like the yeah. beach scene. And it's one person. One person, the chair, the beer. Like, okay, that was cool. It was beautiful shots, whatever. Beautiful photography. Great. Mm-hmm. But this Brilliant. Maya, takes it to another level. It makes me want to buy some Corona. Me too. And I don't drink. <laughs> I can give it away. I think this is like a totally genius move. And whoever the agency is, kudos to you. And also Snoop Dogg. I just have to say, how does he post so much on Instagram? I swear to God, he's posting like five to ten times a day. I can barely come up with one a week. Maybe it's just yeah, me. Yeah, I think he may have a he may have a team. Uh, he may have an assistant that does it, but it doesn't seem like it. It seems like it's, it's truly from his voice. Totally. And I think that he like he is a national treasure <laughs> that should be protected at all costs. It's so true. I mean, he's just like. Remember when he changed his name to Snoop Lion? Yes. He The thing about Snoop is like here he comes out of nowhere like this amazing song, nothing but a G thing. Uh-huh. Everyone's just like he just comes out on the scene and it's just like who is this guy? Yeah. And then from then on he like does what he has like a filthy rap career, which is great. He has one of the greatest friendships I've ever seen with Mar- with Martha, Martha Stewart. Stewart. Like it's it just the evolution of Snoop. Yeah, so I'm gonna say super approved for super approved. Yes. Yes. Good job, Corona. Um, politics again. Just wrote dumpster fire. Also, we requested our mail-in ballots for the November election. Yeah, I did that like a couple weeks ago. I had hoped perhaps maybe I wouldn't have to do this. Because we ordered the original ballots for the primary. And it was like, do you want one for November too? And I was like, uh, no. I was still in denial. I was in oh, denial. Yeah, Big no. time denial. And then with everything going on with the, the post office, we're going to take ours direct. We can take ours directly to City Hall. So Cool. Yeah. That's, uh, and then also apparently there's, uh, um, there's some commercials on TV. I've seen some of them. Some of them are ridiculous. Oh, I got so crabby the other night because I had a rough week. It was an emotional week, and you know a lot of the reasons behind it. Yeah. And just lots of personal family stuff. And then um, it was very busy work week, which is great. I've been doing a lot of good work, but I'm also now I've got a promotion. And so it's like, okay, now you're not. This is cute little associate. Here's all this work now. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. But it's also like a little more stressful with like more responsibility and whatever. But I love that. But anyway, that long days. Yeah. And then also, you know, just everything else. And then the one like shining light was like the NFL season started on Thursday. And my husband and I were so excited. And I was like, we just need football, right? (laughs) and I get to sit down on the couch and I turn it on and the first thing that first thing that I see well no the first thing that I see is the mother the love the comfort most comforting person in the world right now is Alicia Keys she is honestly like I just started bawling because when we lost Kobe it was like the MTV Awards um, were like the next day or whatever it was, and there she was. She has this way of sort of talking and playing the piano and like reaching directly and you're just into like, your soul. And so here she is, yeah. And she's on the NFL, and she's. Um, they are now doing. Maybe you don't know this because I know you guys are big sports fans here, but they are doing. Um, 
Moment of silence? No, they're doing two two national anthems. They're doing the regular national anthem and the, quote, black national anthem, which is, I don't want to get it wrong, so I'm going to Google it right now as I talk. And so she sings that one, and then it's like, it's obviously not live, so there's like a video montage, and it's like so heartbreaking, or it's like so heartwarming and yeah. so emotional. Yeah. And just to see Alicia, and it was just like, there you are, Alicia, thank you. And then what happens? political commercials and I was like I know that we have to have these but like I'm seriously like this is really harshing my mellow yeah like honestly I don't want to see those they're really bad this year too they're like the production value I know Maya (coughs) what in the world is this mixed media bullshit it's like it looks like it looks like honestly no offense to community college it looks like the first Community college student, like they just arrived in their first graphic design class <laughs> and they're given some old video clips that are like grainy and they're given photographs <laughs> with bad resolution and they're like, here, make a make a commercial. They're so bad. I know. It's depressing. Like, not only do I not want to see this and hear this, but I can't handle this bad production value. It's I expect more out of 2020. <clears throat> There's something about the writing is really bad, too. The only, you know, who's doing great commercials actually is the lincoln project it's the republicans who are definitely don't want trump to be the oh next pres- interesting president have you heard of this no i haven't um it's called the lincoln project and their commercials are really freaking effective and well done and cool. uh have decent budgets it's not this superimposed weird clips well that looks like an SNL yeah, parody. Yeah, there's like a notebook paper with writing. <laughs> like you're like, what is this? I saw. I've been seeing one, where it's a locally made commercial. And I was like, did they shoot this oh, with their iPhone? Is like, this we could their- make such you and I <laughs> could make such better commercials. Listen, anybody, if you DNC, if you want us to make some good commercials, we can we will, make some for we you. We will tell some truth. So the song I was referring to is "Lift Every Voice and Sing." I knew there was something about lifting or raising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyways, they're, um, they, there's a big effort, the NFL, you know, they really fucked up and Colin Kaepernick, remember Colin Kaepernick? Yes. Okay. And they totally like just put the kibosh on him. His career was done, whatever. Yes. Well, you know, they're doing an about face now. And also vilifying. Vilifying for sure. Like he was done dirty, Yeah. but also he is definitely like a, um, a revolutionary figure in civil rights who and lost he, he lost his career and he he knew that probably was going to happen and he knew that was going to happen and so he's to be admired and he's to be the sacrifices that he's made for the cause they're mm-hmm. they're um so commendable and like ad- admirable but so the NFL now is going back and kind of doing a double about face and saying like we support this and that and the other and some people are so critical of it and I understand that but at the same time I have to say we have to we have to acknowledge progress yeah right now in these times that's also been really getting me down is and I don't I know like I'm a white person and I'm sad about it is like not what anyone wants to hear I I recognize that but I do want us to continue to try to stay in a positive place in acknowledging progress when progress is evident Mm -hmm. and having the nfl put things on the end zones 
have things on the helmets allowing and condoning players yeah. to either participate or not participate. There are teams that have decided to stay in the locker room mm-hmm. for both national anthems. There mm-hmm. are teams that, you know, th- and the NFL is endorsing this. Yeah. And you have to remember how many people in Bible Belt is like, right? NFL is huge. So, mm-hmm. so... And then also let's remember the NFL is a business. I think a lot yeah. of the times we get very confused. People get very confused about the NFL. Mm-hmm. Whenever you hear anyone say the words, we pay their salaries, those people need to check themselves. Because the thing is, these are not, the NFL is not a freaking charitable organization. <laughs> it's also not a government run organization. Right. It's a business. Yes. Okay? Yeah. So let's remember this. You are not paying their salaries because you went to a game three years ago. You are not paying their salaries because you sit on your ass and eat pizza and drink Bud Light <laughs> and watch the game. You're not paying their salaries. Right. So let's not get that twisted. You do not own these men. Yeah. And however, it is a business. And so, like, we have to remember that. And we have to understand how business works, right? Yeah. And for the NFL, as much money is at stake for them to actually put their money where their mouth is and say, like, we are going to stand behind this. We want change. Also, I do believe someone said we were wrong. Yes. I, Roger I, Goodell said that they were wrong. And Roger Goodell is a little bit of a tool. <laughs> I don't agree. Like, he doesn't he handle has a things sing- well. He has a single tear coming down his yeah, face. Yeah, he right doesn't now. handle things well. So, like, he typically in the NFL, they do things like when a player gets charged with something yeah the nfl does this weird thing where they're like okay we are gonna just like hand out some random punishments yeah they're not it's it's never like equal it never makes quite make sense it's never so they do some weird stuff but again they are a business yeah they're not the legislative branch we don't have to have these on anymore oh yeah and they they're doing their best and you know no they're not doing their best but they're making progress okay <laughs> yeah you and know again i want to make sure that we understand and that i know we're all in a really negative space and things are really tough right now there's a lot of pain there's a lot of hurt yeah. there's a lot of devastation right now and a lot of grief and i get that but like let's remember what we want to do is we want to make change and let's so let's try to focus on what we can do as individuals mm-hmm. Let's try to look at positive things. And then again, acknowledge progress. We have to. Yeah. Also, I think, well, two things. I'll come back to that, hearts and minds. But here's an interesting thing because you know how people are always like, it's kneeling during the anthem is disrespecting. They said it's all about, it's not about that I'm against equality. They said, I'm, I think it's disrespectful to the flag and the anthem. When players kneel during uh, the anthem as a protest. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Kansas City Chiefs versus somebody this week. Mm-hmm. Who was it? Do you know? Yeah, it was. Keep talking. I'll you Google it. I watched the game. Um, and tell me if I get any of this wrong. Because I literally read a paragraph about it and was going to go back. Okay. But. What happened was they're like, we're going to have a moment of silence or we're going to have a, you know, a time. A moment of unity. A moment of unity mm-hmm. and booing. There was booing. So that's what, you mm-hmm. know what that tells me? Mm-hmm. None of this was about the flag. Mm-hmm. None of this was about the mm-hmm. national anthem. It was the Texans. Okay. Texans Chiefs. Now, here's my question. 
Were there people in the stands to boo, or were these people virtually booing? No, no, there were people. So there are two stadiums in the NFL that have decided to go with 25% capacity. Okay. That is Kansas City, and that is Jacksonville. Of course, in Florida, they don't care, right? I'm surprised they're not filling their stadium and getting more people <laughs> and recruiting other people from even that don't like football because it's Florida. But anyway, um, and I will stand behind my Florida trashing any day anyone wants to come for me, bring it, and I will tell you why. But um, yes, yes. So there were people in the stands booing Maya. So what I would like to say to those people is you – it's really actually about you just want the racist system to go on mm-hmm. and you don't want to hear from black people mm-hmm. or brown people. Yep. You want them to shut up and it's not about the flag and mm-hmm. it's not, not about your... It's not about veterans. Remember, they always throw veterans in there that you're disrespecting all those men and women that serve the country. Right. Which which they've said a hundred times. Colin Kaepernick himself has said a billion times. Yeah. I love the troops. Sure. I respect the troops. My families are... Everyone has a family member that served in the military. So at this we all point. know now, for, yes. because of that booing, it's yes. not about Maya. Any I would of like that. to add some more some more data to support your statement. Bring it. Number one. Yes. Let's keep in mind that this game was played in Kansas City. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is the Kansas City Chiefs world champion. Which, by the way, don't get me started on the NFL calling the Super Bowl. <laughs> Winners, the world champions, when no one else plays. No football. one else plays American so football. So it really that really annoys me. But I love NFL, but that really bugs me. That has to stop. But yeah. anyway, so you have, okay, you have the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Playing at home. Yeah. Just coming off a Super Bowl win. Yeah. With a black quarterback, nonetheless. Ugh. You're booing this this person that you, like. It's does anyone see the weirdness here besides? You, he is a black quarterback. Yes. He brought. He's one of the best. He's arguably the best quarterback because in the NFL the people, right now. The people booing are like, I just want you to entertain me. I don't care about your life. Just entertain me. That's all I need from you. I and don't need I to think know your that, thoughts, your feelings, your struggles. Yeah, but I think it goes a step further to what you said. It's not just please entertain me. It's we want to we want to keep this other stuff in place. Yes. Because the thing is, like, I feel that way about those commercials coming on and interrupting my. Precious moments with Alicia Keys and the <laughs> NFL. I don't want to see those terribly produced political commercials for either side. Yeah. But. Where blood's running through the streets. We're all on right, fire. Right, right. <laughs> like. <laughs> Maya, we should make a commercial with like Jason yeah. and Freddy Krueger. Yep. And like Michael Myers. Yeah. And have it be like our political commercial. Yeah. And it would be it would be like joe biden's america and then it would be those three like sitting down <laughs> like them in the oval office he'll bring back all the classic <laughs> monsters yes. you won't even be safe in your dreams yeah. yes. <laughs> the classic monsters and we gotta get frankenstein <laughs> like we gotta go way back because he's so old that he yeah. would have the classic monsters he'll bring back the mummy Yes. And the we're but like yes. the shitty like fifties yes, version. Yes. And then we can have them all sitting in like a really janky looking fake oval office like on this deck. <laughs> like how funny. I like love that's it. how stupid they are. That's exactly That's how ridiculous this they is are. actually a better idea. This is a great idea. <laughs> Why doesn't anyone do this stuff, Maya? Because if we were running <laughs> we were running, our commercials would have gone so viral because they would be so funny. 
we should reconsider. I mean, that that guy just last week uh, put put his hat in the ring. Maybe we should that revive dude, our we campaign. Got Kanye West jumping in. Yeah. <sighs> That's yeah. Ugh. <laughs> We're this exhausted from talking about politics. But making up good commercials is where our sweet spot lies. Now that makes me happy and brings me joy. Did you watch anything good this week? Um, I watched the NFL game. Yep. And it was very good to have the NFL back. And when I saw Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth in their first opening shot, I literally teared up. I'm not kidding oh you. Oh, my God. Because Al Michaels also, by the way, is a national treasure and needs to be protected at all costs. <laughs> that man is old AF. I saw him in person. He looks very <laughs> older in person. I'll just tell you. He's very frail. Yeah. He needs help walking. I helped him walk. You did? I did. When you did Super Bowl stuff? Oh, God. It was the highlight. Yeah. That, that week. Me helping Russell Wilson walk over the ice and holding on to this <laughs> freaking like treasure of a quarterback, and I'm holding his big ass arm because I don't want him to fall on the ice because he's like really important. We know none of these people, none of these oh, names are saying. And he was the sweetest person ever. And then Larry Fitzgerald, tallest, skinniest, like most talented again in dress pants. Walking, I had to walk with them so many miles. The way they had this set up was insane. So that you're the only thing that keeping them from falling yes. down on the ice? Yes, Maya. What? I would have thrown my life on the line for Russell Wilson <laughs> or Larry Fitzgerald or Al Michaels. I took my role very seriously. <laughs> when I was cuffed, though, by the Minneapolis Police Department, Ugh. that was not a highlight. No. My MSNBC family was very upset with the MPD. <laughs> And their treatment of me. They got a little overzealous. They literally, like, yeah. They were so rough with me. It was ridiculous. Amy. I know. And I had all my credentials. You I had, had your badge. I had all my credentials. And I was in my, like, Eddie Bauer black down coat and Ugg boots. What was I doing? What? <laughs> and I was, like, going back into the thing. And then that's it. They grabbed me. It was bad. Well, Anyways, to be fair, did you have that nuts look in your eye? <laughs> no, Maya, I didn't. I was very professional that day. Thank you. I. <laughs> oh, but I did watch a new show. It's not a new show, but a new show to my husband and I. Yeah. We were just looking for something else. I'm sick of so many of my shows. Right. I wanted something fresh. I okay. wanted something else. I just branched out this week, too. That's so funny. Oh, gosh. Twins again. So I'm like looking through and I'm like, what is this thing? Because Netflix, of course, starts spitting out the preview. Yeah. Called Designated Survivor. Survivor. Yes. Do you know about the show? Is it Kiefer Sutherland? Yeah. Yeah. Is he whispering a lot? And he's like, he's the last one in the, yeah, in so the bunker. Yeah, so the first episode was great. Some of it's a little cheesy, but actually, though, the concept to me was so cool and interesting and it was just like interesting and fresh, and I love Homeland, and it a little bit gave me Homeland vibes. Okay. Um, but Kiefer Sutherland is basically, and I don't even know if this is true. It's probably true, but who knows? <laughs> they, during any kind of like big address uh -huh. or whatever, they choose one person that's part of like the cabinet or whatever to go down into the bunker. Yeah. To basically, in case of any sort of an attack or whatever, so yeah. that they have somebody. So. It was Kiefer Sutherland's shift, and he was, like, just been demoted and fired, basically. He was the, like, secretary of, like, um, what is it? Like, secretary of housing and development, something like that, okay? 
That was his just good that role. dumb dumb right. department. Just like <laughs> like like that's not someone you think is going to run the country, right? Sure. Well, then he actually had just gotten fired Ooh. and given a place as a secretary of like flower growing or some like bullshit job. It was like a thing. He was like sad and disappointed. Well, then I like that you're talking about this like he's a real person. I know. Go on. Go on. Well, then then <laughs> they blow up the freaking capital. Oh my god. Which was like really kind of close to home at this point but like okay they blow up the capital so the <laughs> entire government is like dead yeah right yeah besides one person which just starts a mystery but all of a sudden this guy Kiefer sutherland yeah is in charge is the president he's sworn in that night are there any women in this show his wife Ugh, of course actually he's got two people that were like his right hand people and when they were doing their like dumb housing stuff that he brings up with them. <laughs> he brings up his with dumb them. housing stuff. Yeah. You know, and he was just like taking. So caring. you can imagine there. Oh, actually, Maya, there's a very strong female versus him who's trying. She's kind of t- trying to take that role. Great. So that's her. But it's it's actually really interesting because you can imagine nobody thinks this guy is qualified to run the country. Plus, yeah. also there's all these like selfish like people that think they should be president it's just interesting sounds great what are you watching that's new Maya? i just started um rami what is that so let me guess it's on hbo so i can't ever watch it um actually i think it is an hbo show okay i'm watching it all about it because i'll never get to see it they just well he won an emmy i think so rami is what's his name in real life shit I think his name is Rami in real life, but I don't know what his last name is. So he wrote this show, and it's basically uh, a Muslim family living in New Jersey. Okay. And the, they're adult children, and they still live at home. Um, and it's about him sort of like trying to – growing up in America and sort of reconciling being American, but also trying to be a goodish Muslim. Like he's like, ah. I drink. Now I'm not drinking. No, wait. He doesn't drink. But then he's having sex with a bunch of people. It's it's interesting because he's like, I'm terrible. But then he's trying really hard. But also it's really funny. But also you see all these like little inside things into yeah. culturally. And it's really interesting. It sounds really interesting and different. When It kind of reminds me of Masters of None. Mm-hmm. When someone makes something about their own culture and their own experiences. Yes. It can be... a a universal thing but also you can learn the more personal the more universal but also you learn that you're like oh that's interesting i never thought of it that way and it, mm-hmm. on of course weirdly randomly on 9-11 i just happened to watch the episode the 9-11 episode where he's in middle school oh wow and it it's based on his real experiences and just like how hard it was to be in new jersey oh wow and a middle school imagine that and be egyptian wow yeah and it was like a rough one to watch. Um, but I was like weird that I would watch this on this day. It's very strange. So that I strange. I highly recommend and the writing's really good. And it's funny, but it's like dark and also uncomfortable. You know, all the things that I like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Maya. Um, since you have HBO and I don't <laughs> and I feel like this is really a show for Tyler, really, but both of you would enjoy it. Maya, do you know about the documentary for Action Park? action park do you know about action park okay is this i saw a, a trailer for it and i was like this looks like 
a place you would go where horrible things would happen yeah. to you. Okay. So there was an amusement park in New Jersey. Yeah. Okay. In the 70s. The slogan for Action Park, by the way, the like font and everything is epic. <laughs> the slogan was where you're the center of the action. There's nothing in the world like Action Park. Oh, no. Action Park was an amusement park and water park located in Vernon, New Jersey in 1978. Okay. It featured different areas like a water area, a regular area, whatever, whatever. <laughs> Action's Park popularity went hand in hand with a reputation yeah. for poorly designed rides, yeah. under-trained and underage staff, intoxicated guests and staff. Oh, no. And a consequently poor safety record. At least six people died oh as a result of accidents on rides at the park. God. And it was given the names, nicknames such as Traction Park, Accident Park, and Class Action Park. <laughs> Little effort was made by state regulators to address these issues despite its violations. In the years later, personal injury lawsuits led to the closure of the park um, and it closed in 1996. So, I, I mean, that's my worst nightmare about rides is that i have so much anxiety about rides and especially you know what i hate a roller coaster where your legs are dangling because i feel like my legs are just gonna get chopped off well all i can say is i'm not trying to say that people dying is funny but (laughs) i would argue that this idea is very kind of funny that they had like a dangerous amusement park and that six people died and it just kept going what a, a terrible way to die and it's not like, only the six people died but like a lot of other people got hurt yeah no a so lot i need you to watch this documentary and i will report back because, i will report back i will do it because it sure. just reminds me of the sabido gigante <laughs> the um univision's answer to america's funniest home videos where such things happen like a baby falls in a fire and then they have like the canned loud laughter like, are you kidding? Humor is different around the world. I know. <laughs> Sabido gigante. I listen to a podcast where there's a, a, a husband and wife team, and the husband's obsessed with videos where people get hurt. <laughs> and the wife's like, there's something wrong with you. I do not think this is funny. And he's like, it's hilarious. Oh, God. And then, you know, getting the, the, the good old nut shot. <laughs> that never fails to let, get a laugh. Kids practicing this little softball oh, to the God. dad's nuts hilarious i i just had one thing this isn't doesn't fit into any categories but i just well it's a mystery and i want you to solve this for me i'm so confused okay bring it on amy schumer announced that she has lyme's disease right so it seems to me a lot of celebrities recently have lyme's disease and i want to know how they're all getting this how are they all getting the lyme's disease because i'll tell you do you want to hear a list of people who have li- celebrities who have Lyme's disease? Yes, please. I am going to read you this list I found just just Googling on the internets. Mm-hmm. I'm going to open it up. Here we go. Yolanda, Had- li- Yolanda yeah. Hadid. Yes. Avril Lavigne. Yes. Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Jamie Lynn Sigler of Sopranos Oh, fame. my God. Okay. Shania Twain. <laughs> what? Okay. Justin Bieber. Yeah. Bella Hadid. Uh-huh. The Hadids, do they go all camping? The all the <laughs> do they go camping? Kelly Osborne. Uh-huh. Ben Stiller. Uh-huh. Allie Hilfiger. Uh-huh. Chris Christopherson. Did you hear about Chris Christopherson? No. His doctors told him his memory loss was Alzheimer's. So for years he thought he had Alzheimer's and that he was going to die this horrible death. Turns out 
he just had Lyme's disease. So he got re-diagnosed. He's like, turns out I don't have wow, Alzheimer's. you'd really be excited about your life at that point. I mean, you'd be like... New lease on life. Yeah, you'd be like, Lyme's disease sounds great. So how are all these people... I feel like we live in a place, we go to the woods. I was covered in wood ticks that one time recently. Now I'm worried that it's easier to get... Am I going to get it? Well, okay. No, no, no. Calm down. How are they getting this? First of all, I'd like to say that more than 200,000 U.S. cases are per year. Okay. And then it says age is affected. And it literally lists every age group. And it says very rare, 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 very rare. Okay, so it's a rare disease. How's Justin Bieber getting Lyme's disease? Is he camping? This is going to get me into a very slippery slope of fibromyalgia, autoimmune, yeah. the bucket of those things. Yeah. Um, how about this? Let me just say this. Yeah. If every single person was tested for Lyme's disease, yes. every single person in the world was tested for Lyme's disease, yes. there would be a lot of people that were diagnosed with Lyme's disease. Okay. Okay. Again, you're a nurse, so you, you know yeah. something here. So I would argue that those with additional, like those people, people that have additional resources that a lot of us don't. Correct. And participate in more like seeking and searching of their like health and like they're getting wellness their blood tested they're doing they're going the to a wellness doctor right. they're going to a naturopath okay. okay okay these types of uh these types of practitioners yeah tend to test for these types of things along with a lot of like autoimmune things along with a lot of you self-report things that can't be proven yeah i'm just gonna say yeah and then you're given some sort of a diagnosis so I think that a lot of people can go in and get these full workups. Mm -hmm. Like I've never had allergy testing, but I bet if I went in and had a every single allergy test known to man, yeah, there's probably would be something that would come up. Yeah, right. So I think that the reason why you're seeing these diagnoses come up is because these people that have additional resources that seek out, like in California, for example, mm -hmm. there is a different. I mean, let's face it, in Hollywood, right? Yeah. There's the whole, like, naturopath thing. There's the incessant seeking of food, like uh, doing elimination diets and mm -hmm. then adding it back in and gluten this and whatever, whatever, dairy, X, Y, Z. Yeah. So I think that is where that's coming from more so. Mm -hmm. And I also would say that the variation of saying that you have Lyme's disease is kind of like saying someone is autistic the spectrum of which okay. this is going to affect you correct probably could be anywhere from not at all yeah to very severe i feel like i probably have lyme's disease right now i mean yeah that's what i'm saying right. and so i think that celebrities tend to be so self-aware okay they tend to be overly like Take themselves way too seriously. I'll just say there that. There always seems to be an They take themselves very seriously. In the, the case of Chris Christopherson, I get the announcement where it was that like... That makes sense. Hey, guys, just want to let you know. And also, Chris Christopherson, I'm assuming that maybe came out of an interview or something as well. Sure. So... He didn't make a proclamation? He didn't do like a freaking Instagram post like Amy <laughs> Schumer did. I don't understand that. Also, Amy Schumer has a podcast, so I don't know like... 
I don't think, I think she announced it like on Instagram, which is just like weird, you know? Yeah. So that's my answer to that is that it's sometimes, look, a lot of us have stuff we don't know about right now. I'm just going to tell you. Yeah. You do. Producer Tyler over there does. Yeah. I do. That, why do you think I don't look inside too much? Guess what? I just went to the doctor. <laughs> I don't know if you knew this incredible news about pap smears, Maya. You don't have to have one every year now. It's fantastic. She's like, everything looks normal. I'm like, this sounds like, this feels like the old West. Great. <laughs> Great. No diagnostic lab tests. No smearing. I remember no when slides, Oprah, no microscopes. I remember when Oprah was like, everybody needs to get this full body scan. Oh, uh, yeah. No. And and then they they spend days just like no. looking inside no. all of no. your no. internal no. organs. No, 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 no Every no. single cell. Uh-uh. And I was like. We don't want all that information. I Trust don't... me, the most terrifying days in my life were two days. One when I had my first PET scan. Yeah. And the other when I had my second PET scan eight years later. A PET scan yeah. looks at. Your cells from your head to your toe. No. I don't want to know. No, thanks. No. Yeah. It's bad. Nothing good can come from this. <laughs> the thing is, is if you're having like some very like, I feel like celebrities too are like, oh, I've just got so much fatigue. Yeah. I need to get this checked out. Well, then there's a natural path in LA. Yeah. That is a millionaire that is ready to take your money and paying cash a lot of this. Yeah. And saying, well, like, we can do a full workup and we can figure out what's wrong with you. I mean, here's the thing is I think I have everything all the time, so I just stopped worrying about it because I, I, like, I, at the end of the day, I pretty much get a headache every day. Why? Probably because I'm staring at a computer all day long. And you're probably not drinking enough water. That too. But once I got glasses, it helped a little bit more. Yeah, again. And then, you know, I'm fatigued all the time too. Right. But I don't, I don't know. So what you're saying makes a lot of sense. I... I'm saying just like... I'd just rather not know. If you can drink more water, <laughs> yep. get some exercise, yeah. spend time in nature. We're not saying Lyme's disease isn't no, real. No, 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 not at all. I'm not saying it's not real. I'm saying it's a spectrum of, of conditions and issues. And I'm just saying that if you dug in and had your whole self evaluated. Oh, my God. You would figure out something wrong with you. I'm just going to be <laughs> honest here, everybody. I'm sorry to tell you the bad news. There's it's so, true. There's so many things wrong with me. There's something wrong with you. There's one thing wrong with you at least. Okay? I don't know if a lot of things. There's at least one. Drink water. Yep. Get enough sleep. Yeah. Protect yourself from stress. Yeah. Exercise. Yeah. Have sex. Yeah. Wear a seatbelt, fuckers. <laughs> Is that what we learned this week? Yes. I think that's what we learned. Put your fucking seatbelt on. (laughs) Take a nap. Have some sex. Drink some water. Get some exercise. Oh, nature. Go in nature. Yeah. Do some forest bathing. If whatever you want to call fucking being outside, that's what it's called now. Forest bathing? That's what it's called now. I didn't make it up. I hate that. Maya, I didn't make it up. It's now a thing. (laughs) If you want to call it forest bathing, you want to call it smoking a joint on the deck, whatever you want to call it. Whatever you need to do, just get outside. Yeah. Breathe in fresh air. I love it. Bathe in the forest. I love it. Do some earthing, which all that means is going barefoot. Maya, I didn't make this up. (laughs) Maya, I didn't make this up. 
That's it's not not earthing. You go barefoot in the grass. That's all it is. Just do it. Well, I invented that. Come on. Yeah, you've been earthing for years. I've been earthing, You've been earthing for years. Since I was like born, I've been earthing. There's ions, Maya, that are coming up through your feet. That's why it feels so good. I didn't invent it. I hate shoes and socks. Now you know why. There because you go. there's science behind why you hate it. There's science why when you step in barefoot in nice grass that you get like a good feeling. It's called earthing. Perfect. I didn't invent it. I'm not going to call it that, but I'm going to keep doing it. <laughs> I think we've learned enough. <laughs> Should we just... We would probably just keep talking all day long. I mean, I'm in that state right now. About 30 minutes ago, I was ready to just die and like stop talking. Now I'm done. I'm in the all day sauce marathon. Let's just, let's, oh my God. One of these days we really should do a sauce sleepover where we film oh, all night. Totally. Where we record all night long. I love it. Tyler, <laughs> we both look at him. He's just like, <laughs> we both can we talk about this? <laughs> we both look at Tyler. Tyler flashes those pearly whites, puts his head down, shakes his head. I don't know if that's an or yes, but I bet we could convince him. <laughs> let's work on that. All right. Oh! <laughs> He's going to ask for additional compensation. Uh-oh. There might have to Maya. be some bonuses. That's you. That's all on you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll work on it. I'll do the negotiations. Okay, cool. All right. That's it. Let's have a high five and get the hell out of here. We got NFL to watch. Okay, fake high five. Socially distanced.